Welcome back to the Bleach and Bothered podcast. My name's Layla Halbert, and I'm your hostess with the mostess. Um, today I'm coming at you with a solo episode. Um, we've got a lot to chat about. Um, we're going to chat about my most recent trip to LA. Um, that'll be the fun part. And we're going to have a little conversation about the Super Bowl halftime show. Now, I know at this point it's Friday we're probably all over it. You know, Karen in Nebraska is over it. She's on to the next thing to complain about. She is at Walmart, probably asking to speak to a manager. Um, but I just couldn't, I couldn't just like let it go without putting my opinion out there for everyone to hear publicly on the podcast. So here we are. Um, (laughs) Before we get started, I guess just the usual things, um, follow the Instagram account for the podcast, follow me on Instagram if you want, um, go leave a review, subscribe, write a review, leave five stars, all of that good stuff. Love you long time for doing that. Um, it really helps me a lot with, you know, when I'm asking guests to be on the podcast, they have kind of something to go off of. Um, as far as, you know, who's listening and if people like it or not. So if you haven't done that yet, do me a huge favor. Just, I mean, you don't even have to write anything. You can just drop five stars and move on. If you want to write something too, that's great. Um, yeah, let's just, let's get into this, okay? So first of all, we're going to start with this Super Bowl drama because I just, I'm bothered And this is, this whole chat about this subject is going to be my bothered thing for this episode. Um, And I just, I feel like I want to get it off my chest and then I want to move on from it and we're going to end on a more positive note with um, how my trip to LA went and all of that because that's going to be much more exciting and fun to talk about. So, um, all right. Okay. First of all, I just want to put it out there that I am a human. I am not a perfect human because nobody is. Newsflash. Um, And some of the things I might say, you know, if you want to sit here and say, oh, well, you do this or you do that, you're right. Um, I'm probably just as much of a hypocrite as the next person. But And, you know, I like to make jokes and I like to talk shit and, you know, like, whatever. Um, But at the end of the day, I have, you know, I have a pretty strong moral compass, I would say. And I have strong opinions about things. And I don't know. I just, I love people and I, I don't... Oh, God. I just, it's hard for me to kind of explain. I just don't agree with how things have been handled, how people have been talking about it. And it's really just sad, to be quite honest with you. Um, So there's just a few things that I kind of want to go over as far as the halftime show, some of the things I personally saw said about it, some of the dialogue I've had with people about it and my own thoughts. Um... But yeah, I just wanted to say that, you know, 
disclaimer, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. I get that. Um, and also, I understand that it is 100% impossible to ever do or say anything that isn't going to offend someone, especially when you're talking about something any bit controversial. Like, people are going to have their opinions, and there's probably not a whole lot that you're going to do to be able to sway someone from their opinion, which I totally get. And so I hope that the things I'm about to say don't come off as... I'm not trying to be an asshole, but also I'm pissed. So just trying to figure out like how to go about this in the most respectful way possible because that is, at the end of the day, my whole issue with what's been said and what's been going on is comes down to just a blatant lack of respect for other human beings and other cultures. And I'm just really not down with that shit. So if you didn't watch the Super Bowl or you didn't watch the halftime show, um, I'm sure you have by now. Even if you didn't watch the game, I'm sure you've YouTubed the halftime show. Let me just put it out there. Personally, I absolutely... Okay, I didn't watch the whole game, but I watched the halftime show and... I wasn't on my phone at all. I wasn't seeing anybody's opinions or anything about it before I watched it because um, we recorded it. So I was a little behind. We weren't live, but I wasn't on my phone at all. Watched the halftime show and I absolutely loved it. I thought I thought that they did an excellent job. Those women are in incredibly talented. I don't care if you think that what they did was quote unquote vulgar, vulgar or offensive. You cannot deny that Shakira, JLo, and every other person on that stage, quite frankly, are incredibly talented performers, dancers, singers, musicians, etc. Um, and it was a really fun show to watch. I was dancing along. I'm like, Shakira and JLo, when you going on tour, I'm buying tickets. I'm going to be there. Like, I thought it was great. I was like, surely people are not going to have anything to complain about. Because, you know, people always fucking find something to complain about. Let's be honest. But I really, I mean, genuinely, my, my, um, my opinion before I started reading things online was just that it was a great show. I thought they did a great job. Yeah, sure. Some of the, you know, dance moves or some of the things were a bit on the sexy side. But I mean, listen, if you want to sit here and tell me that if you looked like JLo at 50 or really at any other age, you wouldn't be shaking what your mama gave you and what you worked hard for as well, you're a liar. I don't believe you. Don't even come at me. So that, that was my opinion of it just right from seeing it. Well, of course, I get on Facebook and I'm seeing people saying things like, that was disgusting. That was not classy at all. That performance was vulgar and offensive and blah, 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 blah. And leave the stripper pole in the strip club and saw some lady post something about I have teenage boys and they're trying to maintain their purity and blah 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 and I'm just like oh my here we here we go and just I mean the statuses kept rolling in the comments I'm just like I tried really hard not to partake in the controversy or in the the internet drama because that's just what I do usually because it's not really worth it. Like I said earlier, like 
arguing with people who have strong opinions like that, you're not going to change somebody's mind either way with a Facebook status or with a comment. So I usually just like to stay out of it. But I was getting really worked up because I just the way that people were talking about it and then reading conversations of what their arguments were, were so, in my opinion, irrelevant. And the root of what they were upset about didn't have anything to do with JLo and Shakira because every time they would ma- someone would make an argument about something and it would be squashed then they would say oh well it wasn't family friendly um i'm not sure if people are just like super delusional but when has the super bowl ever claimed to be a family friendly event i never heard that the super bowl's been on for how many years now um it's it's not the Disney Channel. It's the NFL. So, like, if you're concerned about your children seeing things that you don't want them to see, uh, don't watch it. It's really not that difficult. And if you're making the choice to watch it and to not turn it off when you see something that you don't want to see or you don't want your kids to see, guess whose fault that is? It's yours. It's not the NFL's fault. They're going to do what they're going to do. And not to mention, like, Not only the halftime show, but the commercials in years past and even now or whatever, there's there's always going to be something that somebody doesn't like or is offended by. And if you don't like it, then maybe you just shouldn't watch it. I mean, it's really that easy. Um, Also, just people going on. There's there's been a big conversation surrounding um, the fact that their performance you know, was, it it goes deeper than just a halftime performance because of, um, you know, all the nods to, you know, like when they had the kids up there in cage, singing in cages and the songs they were singing and, and, you know, the fact that they're two Latin American women, um, over the age of 40 performing in a halftime show at the Super Bowl and having something to say. And, uh, you know, they're just, I just felt like there was a lot more positive that came out of it than negative, and the fact that people are just going in so hard, like, makes my head spin. I really don't understand it, and the argument of, oh, there's children watching, oh, it was so sexual, oh, it was so, you know, this, or so vulgar, and those, those are moves that, you know, should be kept in the strip club, like, how disrespectful to their hard work and their culture. And if you want to try and tell me that this isn't about culture or race, you're also wrong. I'm sorry. You are like, it is because I have, I've, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm ignorant, but I have never seen so many people get into such an outrage about something. I mean, nobody, there's all these memes floating around of when Adam Levine and Maroon 5 performed and, you know, him, with his shirt off and then Shakira and JLo on the other side and like, oh, mom's last year didn't care about this and this, you know, that whole thing. But it's true. It's like, where do we draw the line? Like, how, wh- who who gets to decide what's, what's too offensive or what's too inappropriate or what's this or what's that? And it's like, if your argument is, well, that's not very family friendly, well, then don't fucking watch it with your kids. Like, it's really not that hard. Um, another thing I had a big issue with was people saying things like like it 
I feel like things were geared more towards JLo than they were Shakira, which I thought was odd when it comes to this. But the whole thing about their outfits, I'm like, I'm so confused because first of all, JLo was literally fully clothed. Like if you watch the performance again, like, yeah, some of her outfit was nude colored. And so it made it look like it was, you know, she was letting it all hang out. But she was in a full bodysuit. Like, she had a little cleavage, but other than that, like, she was literally covered all the way to her ankles. So, I'm not really sure why people are coming for her more than Shakira. Shakira was wearing less than J-Lo was. And so, that really confused me. I'm like, are you guys blind? Like, do people just want something to be mad about? I don't understand. Um, I had no issue with their with their outfits at all. I mean not to mention like god forbid you know i my my family's brazilian i'm like god forbid a traditional carnival brazilian dancer got up on stage and started doing their thing people i mean if 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 that were the case you know and like someone who actually is brazilian and really um respects and 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 enjoys their culture and their heritage and people going on and on saying that's disgusting that's vulgar that's offensive and it's like um okay just because you don't understand somebody's culture or, or you don't agree with some something that's okay you're allowed to have that opinion but to go out and publicly call people or things that you don't understand disgusting and vulgar and you know oh my poor children are having trouble maintaining their purity because of this like go on a fucking vacation to another country and open your eyes like I said it and I'm gonna say it again the literally the only people and I I'm getting fired up and I told myself I wasn't going to do this, but the only people that I see complaining about the halftime show and are so offended by it are white, privileged men and women, mostly women, that are have just don't really seem to have much of a concept of like what was actually going on in the halftime show and just close-minded to the fact that like not everybody has the same opinion that they do and just because you have an opinion doesn't make you right I don't know I hope that what I'm saying makes sense and if you're offended I'm sorry but I just I, that's why I have this platform so that I can share my opinions and you can choose to listen to me and you can choose not to listen to me. At the end of the day, um, I, I honestly do, I don't know, it's hard because I know that I can be kind of out there and, and a little controversial and whatever, but I would never talk down or badly to someone, or at least I would try not to and like tell them that they're stupid or wrong or whatever for having an opinion that I don't agree with. Like that's just seems really counterproductive to me. Um, and I just, I can't stand getting on the internet and seeing all this negativity. And it's like, I get it. You're offended. You're upset, whatever. But what is what are you accomplishing by putting that out there and having all the people that agree with you commenting and saying, oh, yeah, it was horrible. It was tasteless. It was that. It was it was like you're just starting this thread of hate. And what is this? Do you feel better? 
Like, do you feel better about yourself? Like, and just, oh gosh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read a little bit of an interaction I had with, with um, a couple of people regarding the halftime show, because I just have had a really hard time putting into words exactly how I feel. And people who are more eloquent than I am, um, have done a better job at that. So, you know, someone, someone brought up to me, um, the, the point of, the fact that there's all this human trafficking that goes on surrounding the Super Bowl. And, um, and I, I just want to bear with me here. I hope you guys, you don't have to listen to all this. If you want to skip ahead and get to the fun, more positive stuff, feel free. But I just want to read this thing that someone sent me, um, and then kind of read what my conversation around it was. So you can kind of get an idea. So, Someone sent me this and said, hey, like this might just be a good perspective to consider when you record your episode, which I appreciate. If someone says something to me in that way, instead of coming at me using words like disgusting and vulgar and tasteless and not classy, like I'm going to probably be more likely to listen. Um, So she sent me this screenshot of some, I don't know whose post it was, but it says... Uh, The Super Bowl is widely known as the most exciting football game, Um, and then part of it was cut off, and most of us know that it is also annually the largest human trafficking event in the U.S. every single year. More boys and girls, men and women, are brought in and sold as sex slaves at this event than any other American gathering. I knew this. It's awful, and I usually feel helpless against it, but tonight, as Shakira and Jennifer Lopez undulated, twerked, and pole danced, I was horrified that these two women of influence use their gifts to entertain the world in such a sexual way. I yelled at the TV, you're part of the industry, not the music industry, but the sex trafficking industry. You're wetting the appetites of sick men that steal and enslave young women and communicating that this is good. It's not good. It's bad. It's awful. It's perverse and inhumane. Don't get me wrong. I love sex. Making love to my husband is wonderful, but J-Lo bending over with surprise bare butt reveal... Um, let me interject. It wasn't her bare butt. She was in a full bodysuit. Was raunchy, crude, and so sad to me. This sexually explicit display only fed the beast of pornography, prostitution, and slavery. Come on, women. Come on, Fox. Come on, NFL. Come on, viewers. I don't think of my family as ridiculously prude, but both my boys who were in the room looked away, then walked away. They knew it was inappropriate. Most men tonight didn't, and many men tonight experienced that halftime show as foreplay and then went on to rape a young girl. I'm sickened and sad. Holy vey. Okay. I understand and I'm not denying that this is an issue, but how in the world are you paralleling this halftime show to the sex trafficking that happens at the NFL Super Bowl every year, regardless of who the halftime performers are. Can we just think about that for a second? Like it's happening every year, not only at the Super Bowl, but everywhere else, no matter who the halftime performers are. And it's horrible. I Don't get me wrong. I think it's awful and, you know, something needs to be done about it. But to try and put that onto them because they're women who aren't following this conservative standard that you live by is is rude and 
and close-minded and in my opinion kind of ignorant and like I said like I'm not the pillar of you know intelligence or anything over here but I I think I I try to see things objectively and I certainly can understand you know everyone's perspective but it just all seems a little ridiculous and I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine who is educated and who I respect and here's what she had in response to this she said she said if this woman thinks that JLo shaking her butt is wetting the appetite of men who want to sexually abuse women and children, she's horrifically ill-informed and ignorant. Maybe the reason people want to abuse women and children is partly because of the puritanical culture we live in that asks slash tells us sex is bad unless you're married. When people are told no, we often find a new avenue to get what we want and it might be in a less healthy way, and to blame sex trafficking on J-Lo and Shakira dancing? If anything, it's the fact that hundreds of thousands of people were in town for the Super Bowl, a game played by men in tights, not because J-Lo had assless chaps on, which I'm sorry, I 100% agree with. I don't think it's fair to blame sex trafficking on dancing that is, you know, maybe a little more sexual than what you're used to. Um... And a lot of the people posting things like this have daughters who are competitive cheerleaders. And I'm sure you saw the pictures I posted on my Instagram story. And I'm sure a lot of these people also partake in watching shows like Dancing with the Stars, where, hello, their outfits are pretty much exactly the same, if not worse. And so, like, where does it end? Where do you draw the line? <sighs> um, and good for you. Like your sons left the room because they felt it was inappropriate. That's awesome. Like I would be applauding my child if they stepped away from something that they were uncomfortable with. And you could know that you raised a child who holds themselves to a standard and shut and, and you know, that, that was raised to, to react in a way that doesn't have to be derogatory or tearing anyone down but to just say hey I'm not cool with this so I'm just gonna walk away great that's great so like whatever but like don't don't put this idea that you know just because I don't know it, saying that this halftime show was foreplay for these men that are about to go by and rape young women is it's absolutely ridiculous like they obviously are screwed up enough on their own and they were that way before the halftime performance. So they would have, even if, even if fucking Betty White was up there, you know, or I mean, I don't know why she would be there. That was just the first thing that came to my mind. But like, you know, even if it was, you know, a, the fucking, what's that choir, the religious, um, whatever. It could have been someone up there in, you know, clothed from head to toe, wearing a paper bag, and they still would be doing the terrible things they're doing. So, like, I'm sorry, but don't put that on them. Just just because they, to you, are an easy target and something you can blame it on. I don't know. I just, I don't agree with that, and I don't really think it's relevant. <laughs> um, do I think that it's a problem separately? Absolutely. Um, but, I don't know, I just... <sighs> Also, going back to what I saw someone say about 
they have teenage boys that are trying to maintain their purity. Okay, well, how do you know, first of all, just because that's something that you're shoving down their throats doesn't mean that they're actually trying to do it. Maybe you should talk to them and let them figure it out for themselves. I mean, I get that we need to be parents, and if that's how you want to parent, that's fine. But, like, you're also assuming that your boys are into women, which they might not be. And God forbid they're not in living in a household like that. Because I can't imagine what would happen if they came out and weren't straight or were transgender living in a house like that. I can't imagine. Um, that's a bigger issue all on its own. <laughs> um, and... <sighs> What it comes down to is that there are, there's just, it's, it's not one-sided whatsoever. It's not even two-sided. It's like 12-sided. And at the end of the day, the root of the issue that people are upset about has absolutely nothing to do with the two people who are performing during the halftime show. And I'm, I stand by that, um, like I said, every argument I've seen has basically come down to something else that has nothing to do with it. So basically what I'm saying is just the age old cliche of if you don't have anything nice to say, just maybe don't say it at all. Keep it to yourself. Talk to your close friends about it or whatever. Like I know, I, like I said, also, like I know I get on here and I say, you know, I say shit and you know, whatever, like most of the time it's for jokes, but like this isn't really something to joke about, and I don't like seeing people being torn down and ripped apart, even if they are famous. They're still people and for just because not everybody agrees with their choice of choreography or outfits. Like, if you're really upset about sex trafficking, you're really upset about people being over-sexualized, or if you're really upset about, you know, women and, and how, you know... Uh, you don't agree with the immodesty or whatever the hell the case is like talk about that don't sit here and say oh that was disgusting and that you know what I mean like it's just what are you accomplishing nothing you're just making yourself look bad and seem hateful and nobody wants to be around somebody like that so I guess I don't know I'm trying to figure out a way to just like wrap this up because I've already been going on for too long um but I don't know. I saw some, I shared a post on my Facebook page about um, someone talking about all the culture behind the dance moves they did. And even down to like that little like thing Shakira did, like it all had intention and meaning and um, people were thrown off by the stripper pole. I get that. But I mean, have you ever tried uh, strip dance or strip uh, pole dancing? It's freaking difficult and you have to be athletic AF. And so I just have to say, go Shakira, go JLo. You guys are badass, powerful women that I look up to. And, you know, I'm sorry that you're getting ripped to shreds by the conservative people of America who refuse to see any other perspective than their own closed-minded, uncultured BS it's not cool. And I, I really, this isn't about starting an argument or keeping an argument going. This is just me using the small platform that I have to share how I feel about it, my opinions, and just kind of get it off my chest. Because like I said earlier, I can't imagine how people also who are 
Latin American or who really loved the performance are feeling seeing all these people tear it down and say all these nasty things about it. You know, people assume, okay, so that must be how you feel about me. And this is exactly the reason why I don't go to church anymore and why I don't want to bother to be around people who are extremely religious like that and think that they are holier than thou and have no issues of their own. And just because somebody else is doing something publicly that they don't agree with doesn't make you perfect either. So I don't know. That's a whole nother conversation to have for a different day. But I don't know. At the end of the day, I was raised to believe in a Jesus and in a God that loves everybody equally and that we're supposed to do the same and not to make this like a religious thing. If you're not religious at all, I totally respect that too. But like I said, a lot of these, a lot of this negativity is coming from people who, who are religious and who do claim to be Christians and have these beliefs. And I don't know that the way that they're acting and talking about other people, it's like, Pretty sure Jesus loves Shakira and JLo too, and pretty sure that he hung out with the misfits, the prostitutes, the the beggars, the the homeless, the whatever. And so for you to sit behind your computer screen and act all holier than now uh, because you didn't agree with something is you're missing every we're just missing the mark. And um, it might just be something to think about and something to consider how you're coming across to other people if you're wanting people to jump along with what you believe in. That's definitely not the way to do it. So um, just a little quick PSA um, for someone who grew up in a very conservative home and now has kind of, you know, formed their own opinions about life and all of that. Um but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, there's a lot of conversations wrapped up into one that could be had um, over this subject, but I just, I had to say something. And like I said, I'm not trying to start any arguments with anybody. If you don't agree with me, totally fine. I still love you if you're my friend or someone I know, like, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to agree to disagree. Um, I don't hate anyone who was posting nasty stuff or things I didn't agree with, but I just, I don't know. I, maybe I have a justice complex, but I just felt like standing up for what I thought was right and sharing my opinion on the whole thing. So there you go. There you have it. There it is. I really did not think I was going to talk about this for this long and it's been 30 minutes already. So... I'm trying to decide if I want to do, yeah, you know what, I'll just go ahead and do it. Now that we've got that out of the way, um, one more thing. I know I said it a couple of times, but if this is an issue for you about your children or whatever, like, we get to make choices of, you know, how we raise our children. If you don't want them seeing something that you don't agree with, you can turn it off. You can leave the room. You can also see it as a learning opportunity, whether it's to talk to your kids about, you know, what you believe about it or whatever and have a conversation. Or it's an opportunity to, to ask your children, hey, you know, if you did let them watch it or if they saw some of it or whatever to say, hey, how did that make you feel? And let's have a conversation about it. Like, I just feel like there's more positive that should be coming out of this than negative And... Like, people need to just calm down and not act and react so brashly about things. Like, 
I don't know. Whatever. We're all human. No one's perfect, but... <sighs> I'm just bummed. I'm bummed of how things went. And, um, but, you know, I'm going to just keep doing me. And I hope you guys are cool with that. But anyway, um, enough about the halftime show. Um, I just went on a really incredible trip to L.A. Uh, you, you guys know that I go to L.A. a lot. Um, this time, my trip was actually kind of a business trip, which was pretty sweet. Um, so I, back a couple of months ago, um, before I did my podcast swap, swap with the girls from OKSIS, uh, we, you know, we'd kind of become friends and been talking, um, and texting and whatever. And they let me know ahead of time that they were going to be doing their first live podcast recording. Um, so if, if anyone doesn't know what that is, like a live podcast recording, it's like, it's almost kind of like a concert, but for podcasts, if that makes sense. Um, it's, it's become more popular, I think. Um, over the last couple of years. And so they were going to have their first live event. So what happens is, I mean, everyone does them differently, but you show up and, you know, there's mingling time. You get to meet, you. sometimes you'll get to meet, you know, the people who host the podcast or, you know, their guests or whatever. And then they have guests come on or it's just them or however. And then they do their interview. They record their podcast in a live setting. So people are sitting there listening and then they record it, and then it gets released on their podcast for people who didn't get to go. So anyway, they were doing their first live event, and they let me know ahead of time that they were going to be planning this. And they said, hey, like, we're, we're doing our first live event. Like, we know you live in Washington, but we'd love for you to be there. So here's when the date is. Obviously, we know that you need to plan ahead of time for this. So they let me know when it was, and it just so happened to fall on a weekend that Lennox was going to be at his dad's. So I was like, great, like, I can probably come. Also, you guys want me to do your makeup for the event? Because I can do that. And so they were like, hell yeah, like, let's do it. So I bought my tickets, planned my trip. And so the plan was I was going to do Scout and Maddie's makeup for the event. And then Cassie and Michelle Randolph were their guests for the event. And they had their own team of people doing their stuff. So I didn't do theirs. But um, if you guys don't know who that is, Cassie Randolph was the quote unquote winner of Colton's season of The Bachelor. Um, and then Michelle is her sister who is an actress model and is dating Greg Skulkin. Skulkin or Sulkin? I don't know. Some guy from, I don't know. He's an actor too. But anyway, that's who their guests were for the event. So, uh, I knew I was going to be in town, so I started reaching out to a few people about being guests on this podcast, and one of those people was Jess Ambrose from Chatty Broads, which I know you guys have heard me go on and on about. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. I love their podcast. I love Becca as well, but Becca is very busy. They're both very busy, but... Um, I met them back in June when I went to their first live event for their podcast and I just really connected with Jess and, you know, we've had a little bit of communication just via Instagram and stuff between then and now. And so I reached out to her, um, about coming on the podcast and she said yes. So that was pretty amazing. Um, so I was going to plan on doing that while I was in LA for the OKSIS OK event. 
And I reached out to a couple of other people as well, but they either were busy or didn't get back to me, which is fine. I'll keep trying. <laughs> Any excuse to go back to LA. I love it there. Um, so I went to the, was going to go to the event on Friday and then was going to podcast with Jess on Saturday and then come home Sunday. So that was the plan for the weekend. And I was obviously kind of nervous about recording the episode with Jess because I really look up to her and to Becca and their podcast and everything they do. And they have a pretty massive listenership. And so I was just like, oh God, like I'm going to screw something up. I'm going to choke. Like I'm, I'm so excited, but also so nervous. And like, I know that she's just a normal person, but you know, when you just really look up to someone, you just like geek out about it and you want everything to go perfectly. So I was just kind of feeling jittery about it, but I was like, okay, let's get through this event and then we'll worry about that. So I fly into LA on Friday around noon and I had a little bit of time to kill before I had to head over to the hotel where um, everyone was going to be getting ready for the event. So um, a couple of my friends from here actually just moved um, down there and live like pretty much right on Venice Beach. And so the airport, the LAX airport is pretty, is actually closer to the beach than it is to Hollywood. So I had some time to kill. So I went and grabbed lunch with my friend Kristen, um, her, who lives down there and we went to a restaurant called 26 beach and I've actually been there a couple of times before but it had been it had been a few years since I had been there but I just remember really loving it and thinking it was really cute so I was like all right let's go there and it is it is the cutest restaurant and they have like they have a really massive menu which is kind of intimidating and a little bit stressful if you're like me and think everything sounds good and want to eat all the things and then you have to make a choice between like four pages on a menu but um we ended up doing so they're they're kind of known for their like breakfast but they do lunch and stuff all kinds of stuff too um, but they have like a full page of just like all the different kinds of like gourmet french toast so they have like a s'mores french toast a churro french toast lemon curd um you know like a they, there's so many different ones and so, uh, I was like, okay, well, I kind of want to get some French toast, but also like I was traveling all morning and I need something a little bit more filling than just a piece of French toast. So, um, we split a burger and then we also split, um, we got one of the French toast options and split that. So we kind of got the best of both worlds. And I had a, um, a what was it a basil guava margarita oh my god it was so 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 good anything with guava or passion fruit like sign me up I feel like it's not something you find around here super often um but I love it it reminds me of Brazil and so I'm like anytime I can get that in my drinks or in my dessert or whatever I'm I want it so it was amazing our food was great and I had to be, so I had to go from Venice to East Hollywood, basically, to start getting the girls ready for the event and then get myself ready. Well, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of forget that in LA, going nine miles is not like it is here. Like going nine miles here takes like maybe 20 minutes. 
Going nine miles in LA takes 45 minutes, pretty much any time of the day. Like the traffic never ends. Sometimes it's worse than others, but I grossly um, underestimated how much time I was going to need to get from Venice to East Hollywood. So I thought, you know, if I leave at 2, 2.15, I should be totally fine. I should be able to make, I was supposed to be there at three o'clock. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> Um, so I left Venice around 2.15 and GPS, excuse me, said I wasn't supposed to be at the hotel until 3.30. So I'm like stressed because I hate being late and I'm texting Maddie and Scout like, I'm so sorry, like I'm going to be late, you know, whatever. And they were totally cool about it. They had a lot going on. So it ended up working out fine, but I get to the hotel it's such a cute hotel. It's called the Dream Hollywood. Um, just a gorgeous hotel. And then there's like a restaurant. If you like go outside into the alley, there's like even the alleyway is beautiful and like decorated and adorable and Instagram and Pinterest worthy. But there's a restaurant in the back and then there's like this club across the alley. And so it's all kind of in this one little space. So I get there. And I'm just like, all right, let's get this party started. I start doing makeup. I start with Maddie, get her finished and then do scout. And like, it's like, there's like chaos happening all around us. And it was wild and crazy and everything went amazing. Um, their makeup turned out amazing. They both are not usually people who wear makeup. So that's kind of always my favorite is people who don't typically wear makeup and then get like a full glam done because it's like very transforming and they're like holy shit so I got done with Maddie and she I mean she her reactions to things are always over the top in general but like it was so hilarious she was cracking me up she's like oh my god I've never looked better she's like what am I gonna do when you're not here anymore and just going on and on and on I was like I know you know I didn't want to oversell my skills to begin with just in case but uh yeah I'm good <laughs> So I got finished with both of their makeup. They both looked absolutely amazing and were so happy with what I did, which I which made me very happy. And then I ended up just getting ready in their hotel room and then I was going to just bring my stuff and go to my Airbnb afterwards just because I didn't have enough time to go to the Airbnb, get ready, come back and do all the back and forth. So I just got ready in their hotel room and there was all this hustle and bustle going around, going on around me. So I get myself ready, go down to the lobby for the event and they had tons of people show up, which was awesome. And everyone's mingling and everyone's dressed up and everything was just really great. And then Jess from Chatty Broads, who I'm supposed to be recording my podcast with the next day, walks in with her little sister and so I go say hi and um her it was her sister's birthday so she, they were celebrating her birthday and so I basically got to hang out with them the entire event and I I as much fun as I had and as much as I loved it and wouldn't change it I do kind of wish I would have mingled a little bit more because there were quite a few people at the event that Maddie and Scout had had on their podcast. So some influencers and YouTubers and a couple other people um, who would have been really actually great to make connections with and to meet in person. But 
I was just, like, so stoked to be hanging out with Jess, and I was like, I can't believe that you, like, think I'm cool enough to, like, talk to you right now, so I'm just gonna live my best life. Oh, and another crazy thing that I feel weird even talking about was a couple people that were there, like, recognized me from being on when I was on OKSIS and like we're like oh my god Layla like we loved you on the podcast like we've been listening to your podcast and I was like what the heck like this is crazy like who do I even think I am this is insane so that was wild and it was just so cool to like you know, the world gets smaller and smaller the more you travel, the more you put yourself out there, the more you, you know, do things and, and are open to opportunities. And it was just, it was just so cool. The energy was amazing. The event was awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I was kind of hanging with Jess and her sister through the whole event. And then afterwards, everyone's, you know, having a good time and taking pictures and talking. And it was just so much fun. And then, um, Jess and her sister had reservations at the restaurant next to the hotel for her birthday. And I originally was going to just kind of hang back for a while. And then I was going to meet back up with Scout and Maddie and, and their, their people to like go out afterwards to this club they were going to go to. Um, cause they had dinner plans, um, reservations that I couldn't go to. So, um, so I was telling Jess this. She's like, oh, like, what are you going to do? Da, da, da. And I was like, oh, I'll probably just like hang out or maybe go back to the Airbnb for a little bit until we go to the club later or whatever. And she was like, what? She's like, no way. Like, you got to. She's like, just come to dinner with us. It's fine. And I was like, are you sure? Like, I don't want to intrude. She's like, no, 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 no. She's like, I'm sure they can add one more person to our reservation. Not a big deal. I was like, I mean, OK, don't have to tell me twice. So. I got to go to dinner with Jess and her sister after the event, and the restaurant was called Beauty in Essex, and this place was bougie as fuck. Like, I, I mean, I felt a little out of place. I'm very glad that I was very dressed up because if I was less, if I was more underdressed than I, I mean, I wasn't underdressed, but if I had been, I would have felt very uncomfortable. Um, but it was just like a very hip place, very happening. Um, and yeah, so we went and had dinner there and it was fabulous. The food was amazing. I had like a braised pork mac and cheese that was literally the best I think I've ever had. Um, and we just got to hang out and talk the whole night. And for those of you who listen to Chatty Broads or have, you know, have listened to it before, um, Jess is pretty much exactly in person how you would expect her or think that she would be. She is just warm and genuine and lovely and funny. And can you tell I have a girl crush? <laughs> Um, but she was awesome. I mean, it was just so cool to like talk podcasting with her and kind of share my experiences and what I'm excited about in the future. And I got to kind of hear some of the stuff that they have going on behind the scenes with their podcasts and some, uh, potentially, um, some potential opportunities that they have coming up. And it was just a really amazing night and just the way everything came together and how, you know, if I hadn't, you know, if I didn't ever watch The Bachelor, I never would have known 
about chatty broads. And if I had never known about chatty broads, I would never have known about OKSIS. And if I had never known about OKSIS, I never would have become friends with Maddie and Scout and had this opportunity. And, you know, the list goes on. So it's just, it's just really cool to kind of see how things all play out and just really roll with it and just freaking say yes to life and not be afraid to put yourself out there and just, you want something, you just try to get it. And, you know, so, um, yeah, it was just, it was awesome. So I went home, well, I went back to my Airbnb after dinner around midnight and I was pretty exhausted because I got up at like four in the morning. So I was ready to go to bed. And then I did get a text from Scout being like, Hey, we're going to the club, like come meet us. And I was like, I can't do it. I'm so sorry. I really wanted to. The FOMO was real when I was seeing everyone's Instagram stories, but it was a good thing I went to bed because I wanted to make sure I was on my A-game for uh, recording the podcast with Jess the next day. So I went to bed, woke up on Saturday at a normal time, like 7 o'clock, and the sun was shining, and I had a couple hours to kind of get myself ready to record the podcast. So... I got up, got ready, and I found a little place to go have breakfast near the Airbnb I stayed at. So I just walked to breakfast. I mean, the weather could not have been better. It was like 80, 85 degrees and sunny the whole weekend. And I was just like, oh, this is exactly what I need. Even if it's only for a day or two, like I'm, this is giving me life. So I walked to breakfast and I went to a place called Square One Dining, I'm pretty sure it's called. Um... And just, you know, your neighborhood breakfast spot, nothing too crazy about it. Uh, One of the things I love about California is that pretty much everywhere you go has outdoor seating because it doesn't rain that much. So I went and got a table outside and was just writing notes in my notebook for the podcast and getting prepared for that and just having a really lovely breakfast by myself, which is what like one of my favorite things to do. Um, the coffee there was amazing. I had a breakfast burrito. The breakfast burrito, my only complaint is that it had onions in it and the onions were not cooked enough. Um, I'm not a huge fan of onions, but if I do eat them, I don't want them to be crunchy. I want them to basically be soft and invisible. So I can't like really like, I don't know. It's just a texture thing for me. I don't, I, I just hate crunchy onions. Um, so the onions were not cooked enough and that really put a damper on my breakfast burrito. But, uh, other than that, it was really good. And so I stayed there for a bit and then walked back to my Airbnb and was just getting stuff, um, ready for when Jess was going to come over to record. So Jess came over around 1130 and we recorded our episode, which you will be able to hear next week, a little tease for ya. Um, so you'll be able to hear that next week. Um, but yeah, so we recorded our episode and it was fabulous. Um, I'm very grateful to her for, for giving up an hour and a half, two hours of her time to do that. Um, um, yeah, I can't thank her enough for that. So if she's listening to this, which she probably isn't, but if you are, thank you so much again for the millionth time. Um, so yeah, so afterwards I, uh, had a couple friends that live, that live in the area that wanted to hang out. So I packed up all my stuff and went to meet up with a couple of my girlfriends and we just went down to Venice beach and walked around and grabbed food 
and had some drinks. And then we were trying to figure out, I didn't want to be out too crazy late because I had to fly out the next morning at like 5 a.m. Um, and my, my friend Ashley lives in Culver City, which is kind of, if you look at a map, you know, Venice Beach, let's say Venice Beach is on you know, the left or the bottom or whatever. And then Hollywood is at the top. It's like a 10, 10 or 12 mile difference. And then Culver City is kind of right in between the two. So I actually ended up just staying the night at my friend Ashley's house in Culver City because it's closer to the airport and closer to the beach where we already were. So we went to Ashley's house really quick, changed, and then I was like, let's go to a karaoke bar because <laughs> I love karaoke. So she's like, actually, there's this amazing karaoke bar right by my house. So that's perfect. So we go to this karaoke bar and we get there at like seven o'clock and it's already starting to fill up like and that's early for a, it was kind of a dive bar. But at seven o'clock, it's already trying. It's already like filling up. You know, it's going to be lit. So we the place was called Backstage um, so we find a table, we sit down, um, ordered some food and, um, I was like, okay, like we'll be like, hang out here for a couple hours, like maybe sing a song or two and then go back. Well, I did a song and then people started like coming in. It was getting busier and busier and we were just having so much fun. It was such a blast. And then before I knew it, it was like midnight and, the place is like shoulder to shoulder packed. You can't even move. There's so many people in there. It was insane, but it was so much fun. I I absolutely love that. I wish there was a place like that around here. I would be there all the time. Um, so we ended up leaving at like midnight and then I was supposed to get up at 5 a.m. on Sunday to fly home. Leave. So we went to bed and I woke up to get ready to go to the airport and as I'm sure you can imagine, wasn't feeling that great. So I tried not to, I mean, I didn't drink too much and I was trying to make sure I was drinking water so that I wouldn't wake up feeling like absolute garbage. But the combination of having some drinks and then also like having to wake up that early and not getting very much sleep is just not a good one. So I definitely was hurting on Sunday morning, but headed to the airport and made it with plenty of time to spare. So yeah, that was, I mean, that was pretty much the trip. And, uh, I'm trying to think if I missed anything. Um, hmm. I don't think I did. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that, yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, you guys can, if you want to, if you tune in next week, you'll hear the podcast I did with, uh, with Jess, which I'm really excited about. I can't wait for you guys to hear that. So stay tuned next week for that. And if you want to hear the recording of the event that I went to for OKSIS, uh, just go to OKSIS podcast and it's the one with Cassie and Michelle Randolph. And you can hear the recording of the event that I was at, uh, which is pretty sweet. And if you haven't listened to the episode that I was on on their podcast, listen to that as well. But yeah, other than that, I think that's pretty much it. Um, thank you for listening to my 30-minute long rambling rant about the Super Bowl halftime show. I really hope I don't get too much hate mail 
or like a bunch of one-star reviews flooding in. But, you know, sometimes when you stand up for something, people get mad about it and they're not going to like it. And we all have different opinions. We all have different perspectives. But at the end of the day, I just, people should just be nice to each other and try to be open-minded. And with that, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. And um, yeah, that's it. Subscribe, rate, review. Yes, baby. We'll see you. We'll see you next Friday. Bye.